Hello and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy you are here today to talk about the limiting beliefs, mindset issues, bad habits that we needed to break out of in order to break into the success, empowerment, ideas and innovation in general that we need in order to be successful and live our purpose in this life. It is December 1st. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to all of you. I am feeling the holiday spirit so much, Um, but I'm also dealing with some overwhelm today. (laughs) It has been, um, it's been a lot. It's been really, really good. I feel like I love taking time off and traveling and being with family, uh, but it, it always feels a little bit hectic for me coming back to work after time off and I, I sometimes feel like, you know, oh my God, all these balls have been dropped and I gotta figure this out. And so as I've been sitting here working late and uh, trying to handle and manage and deal with every single thing, I kind of stopped and I was like, you need, to, you need to deal with your overwhelm just a little bit better and remind myself of the uh, the the things that I can do to manage my overwhelm and so I want to share all of that with y'all today so if uh, if you ever feel overwhelmed with work or coming back from vacation or anything like that let me know in the comments so I know that I am not by myself in this and you know I, I'm I'm on the journey of becoming the best possible CEO and entrepreneur that I can be and I'm not perfect at it yet y'all and so Welcome to reality here. <laughs> but anyway, so the first, um, I have four tips for dealing with overwhelm. And the first one that helps me so much is to to have a strong support system that you trust. And this could be a group of people, this could be individuals on your team, it could be your partner, um, you know, one person. Uh, for me, it's, primarily Royal, my my husband and business partner. And uh, when I say somebody that you can trust, it's not just someone that you can trust with your vulnerability and the stress that you're experiencing with the overwhelm, but somebody that you can trust to kind of give you some clarity and help you understand like, hey, I get that you're overwhelmed and that totally sucks and I understand that you are wanting to do the best that you can, but realistically, is this something worth being overwhelmed over? <laughs> and Royal does such a good job of helping me kind of take a step back and figure out like, you're right, like this doesn't need to control my energy. This doesn't need to be my main focus for the day. There were other things that I needed to accomplish and I do not, I, I don't have to let the fact that there are multiple tasks to take care of uh, steal my sparkle, so to speak. I can, I, he helps me to prioritize and determine what what is actually worth my energy and focus. And so that's what I'm talking about with trust. Sometimes he has to have some tough conversations with me. Like, Melissa, you're being crazy. Stop it. And, and I'm grateful for him that he, he is willing to have those kinds of conversations with me and help me to get my head on straight, so to speak. So who is who is your support that you can go to when you're feeling overwhelmed? Do you have somebody in your life who can help you take a step back 
and realize, you know what, this, this actually isn't something that should be sapping me of my energy and my focus and it's okay that there are multiple tasks and let's come up with a game plan for managing all of this together. I hope you have somebody like that in your life and if you don't, then I challenge you to identify somebody that you think like, yeah, maybe I could strengthen a relationship or build a connection and um, and create this kind of support system for myself. Or maybe you need to get a coach who can help hold you accountable and have some of these tougher conversations with you. Uh, but that's tip number one. Tip number two, focus on what actually needs to be done. I personally have a tendency to, if I if I start seeing the list like piling up a little, then I my brain is suddenly just like, oh, and on top of that, you need to walk the dog and you need to, you know what, you haven't taken those pants to get altered and they've been hanging in your closet for a hundred years and now you need to do this as well. And oh my God, look, you have 741 emails in this inbox and 2,389 in the other. You know, it just like, it, it starts kind of piling up in my mind and I have to stop and say, okay, yes, there are so many things I could do, but what are the things that I should do? There's a difference. I mean, there, there's an endless, infinite number of tasks and busy work that we could do to fill our time, but we don't need to do all of it. And it's okay if we don't do all of it. So what actually has to be done by you in this moment and if if there are other things that could be done but they don't need to be done by you or there's something more important that you should be focusing your time and expertise on then that leads us into our third tip which is to delegate delegate as much as possible now i'm a huge fan of delegation but it is not my strong suit I really struggle with, and it's not, Royal would probably disagree with the statement. He'd probably say that, yes, I am a control freak. Um, but in my mind, it's not really about like being in control. It's that I sometimes struggle with taking the time to teach the task to somebody else uh, so that I can remove it from my plate. Because in the moment, it's like, Technically, yes, I should teach my executive assistant or I should teach this person how to do X, Y, and Z on my behalf, but I, I feel in my overwhelm that I don't have the time to teach it, so I'm just gonna do it myself. But that's doing me and the person that I've hired to help support me and my company a disservice because I'm not allowing them to become proficient and do their job, and I'm not allowing me to utilize them to help make my life easier and better and help me to be able to focus on the things that actually matter for me. Um, delegation is really important. I am currently without an executive assistant at the moment, which is part of the overwhelm today. <laughs> so I've spent quite a bit of time doing some like admin work and things and it's frustrating because I'm like, this is not an effective use of my time. But there are some things that needed to be done and since I don't currently have an executive assistant, then. I gotta handle it, but if I had an executive assistant, then all of this would be delegated and, and that would be great. Uh, but this actually leads us into point number four for dealing with overwhelm. I, if I, since I don't have an executive assistant, for example, does that mean that I should do every single thing that a full-time executive assistant would do for, for us in Spa Strong? Um, 
or do I need to turn down the pressure? That is our fourth tip. Turn down the pressure. What actually needs to be done? Yes, in a, a thriving, profitable, successful company, there are systems, there are procedures, there's protocols, there's this person knows what to do with this inform, like intake form that comes in, and there's this person who knows to do with, with this shipment and so on and so forth. But in moments when maybe you're shorthanded or there are extenuating circumstances, do, does every single task and every single procedure need to be followed to a T exactly in this moment? Or are there realistically things that we could set aside and say, you know what, yes, there are 1,226 unread emails in my inbox right now. And yes, I could take the time to go through every single one of them at this moment. However, I need to turn down the pressure because I don't actually have time to do that. There's specific emails that I need to look for and that's what my search bar is for so that I can remove the pressure of 1,226 emails from my inbox and I can say, I just need to see if I have an email from this person because that is part of number two, what actually needs to be done in this moment. So I hope, I hope that any of this gives you maybe some ideas for dealing with overwhelm in your own life, but these, are, these four tips are really important to me in being able to manage the workload, um, make sure that I am not overly stressed because when I get overly stressed, then I, um, I'm not showing up as my best self for my clients, for my team, for my family, my partner, and I don't want that. I want to minimize, minimize stress while maximizing effectiveness so that the most important tasks can get done and, and trust that I'll be able to, to delegate and prioritize the other things that maybe need to sit on the back burner for a moment. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you deal with overwhelm. What helps you, are, do any of these tips make sense to you? Do you actually utilize any of these tips in your, in your life right now? Or are there other tips that help you to manage overwhelm? And if you have other tips, I wanna hear them. So please leave a comment down below or DM me on Instagram at Melissa Ellis. That is Melissa without the apostrophe. So that will be at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. Thank you for being here with me on this chaotic, beautiful December 1st evening. And tomorrow is gonna be great for me and it's gonna be great for you. And I will see you there in the next episode.